Welcome to Dim Sum Mandarin Lesson 3. Hello, you are listening to Dim Sum Mandarin. Dim Sum Mandarin is a show that brings you Mandarin lessons in bite-sized chunks. Through Dim Sum Mandarin, you will learn practical Mandarin in any setting of your choice. Whether you are commuting to work, exercising at the gym, or just relaxing with a drink. My name is Chung, and I will be your teacher on this journey. In the first two lessons, we learned a number of greetings, how to say goodbye, how to say thank you and you're welcome, and we also learned how to introduce ourselves as well as get to know another person's name. Today, we're going to continue to get to know our new friends better and we'll be talking about nationalities and where you're from. Do note that this podcast forms just one part of the Dim Sum Mandarin Learning Suite. There's lots more learning materials that you can download from our website at www.dimsummandarin.com. We'll talk more about this after today's lesson as well. 好,我们开始吧! Before we talk about where we are from, let's remind ourselves of something we learned in lesson 1. Do you remember how to introduce yourself as I am so-and-so? You should have come up with 我是 followed by your own name. So for myself, 我是家中. Just as a reminder, in that statement, the first character 我 refers to I, while the second character 是 is the Chinese equivalent of to be in certain situations. So when I say 我是家中, I am saying I am Chung. In English, to tell someone where you're from, we can do this in a couple of ways. Let's say you're from the United States, a couple of ways of telling someone that would be to say I am from the United States, I am American, or you could probably also say I am an American. And in Mandarin, the most common way of telling someone where you're from would be to say, I am an American. We already know how to say the first part of that sentence, I am, which in Mandarin would be, 我是. Now, what we need to learn is to say, an American. And it's really easy to do that in Mandarin. An American in Mandarin would be, 美国人. Repeat after me. 美国人 美国人 So putting everything together to say I am an American in Mandarin would be 我是美国人 我是美国人 Now let's break that down a little bit more. In 美国人, the third character, 人, is one of the simplest and most iconic of all Chinese characters. It means human, or person, or people. And 美国 is what the United States is called in Mandarin. So 美国人 means literally 
an American person, or more simply, an American. Now, if you're from the UK instead, politics aside, and just as an illustration, you might say to someone, I am British, or I am a Brit. And a Brit in Mandarin is Yingguoren. Similar to our first example of an American, the third character in Yingguoren means person, and the first two characters, Yingguo, refer to the United Kingdom. So to say I am British, you would say 我是英国人. 我是英国人. 很好, let's continue with other examples. Now, if you were from Germany, you would want to say I am German or I am a German person in a more Chinese construction. In Mandarin, that would be 我是德国人. 我是德国人. Now, from our previous examples, can you figure out what Germany would be called in Mandarin? If you say 德国, then you are absolutely right. Germany is called 德国 in Mandarin, and so 德国人 will refer to a German. Let's continue on to France. If you were from France, you would want to say, I am a French person. In Mandarin, France is called Fa Guo. Fa Guo. So, from what we've learned so far, can you guess how you would say I am French in Mandarin? You would say, Now, let's run through the countries we've learned so far. The United States is 美国. The United Kingdom is called 英国. Germany is 德国. And France is 法国. So we have 美国, 英国, 德国, and 法国. Now, my question is, do you see any trends there? If you said that the second character of all the country names is the same, then you're exactly right. To be more specific, all of these country names end with the Chinese character Guo. And Guo is the Chinese character for country or kingdom in ancient times. An important country name we have not mentioned, which all learners of Mandarin should know, will be the name of China. And that would be Zhongguo. Zhongguo. So what do the characters in Zhongguo stand for? As we have seen just now, Guo refers to country or kingdom, depending on the times, and Zhong is the Chinese character for middle. If you put it together, you will have the middle kingdom which is probably a name that a lot of our listeners have heard of.
And that was how China saw itself for centuries, a kingdom at the center of the known world. So China is Zhongguo, the United States is Meiguo, Great Britain is Yingguo, Germany is Deguo, and France is Faguo. Each of the first characters of the names of the other countries do mean something as well, but at this point in time, you can understand them as the best phonetic translations of the individual country's name into Mandarin. Now, that's the first type of country names that you will come across, where there are two characters and the second character is always Guo. There's a second group of country names that we are going to learn now, and the general rule for this second group is that the names of the countries are phonetic translations into the closest sounding Chinese characters. Let's learn a few of them now. The first one will be Jianata. Does that sound like a country's name to you in English? I hope you thought it sounded like Canada, because it's the name of Canada in Mandarin. So that's Jianata. Now, to tell someone I am Canadian or I am a Canadian person, you would then say, 我是加拿大人。我是加拿大人。Now, let's learn the name of Australia. In Mandarin, that would be 澳大利亚。澳大利亚 So, how would you say I'm Australian or I am an Australian person? I'm sure you figured that out to be 我是澳大利亚人我是澳大利亚人 好, let's learn one final country, and that is Xinjiang. And that's where I'm bringing you this podcast from, lovely Singapore, Xinjiang. Now that we've learned how to tell someone where you're from, you might also want to ask the other person where they're from. And before we actually do that, Let's try to say you are an American in Mandarin first. Do you remember how to say you? That's right, you in Mandarin is ni. And so how would you say you are American or you are an American person? You would say ni shi ren. The great thing about Chinese verbs, including shi, is that it does not change forms no matter who the subject of the sentence is. So, you are American is 你是美国人。你是美国人。Very good. Now, listen and repeat this question. 你是哪国人? 你是哪国人? 
The new word in that sentence is na, which in pinyin is spelled N-A with a third tone. Na functions exactly like the word which in English, and when you say ni shi na guo ren, that literally means you are which country person, or in better English, which country are you from? Let's try that again. Ni shi na guo ren. Ni shi na guo ren. Very good. Now let's put everything we've learned together into a conversation between Wang Wei and Sarah again. Try to see how much you can understand. Ni hao. Ni hao. Wo shi Wang Wei. Ching wen ni jiao shemen mingzi. Wo jiao Sarah. Ni shi na guo ren. Wo shi mei guo ren. Ni ne? Wo shi zhong guo ren. Hopefully you got most of that. Remember, one of the advantages of these podcasts is that you can always go back and listen to the conversations again. Wang Wei said hello, introduced himself and asked for Sarah's name. After that, Wang Wei asked Sarah where she's from. Sarah says she's from the United States and then asked, 你呢? 你 is you and 呢? Is a question marker that basically translates into what about. So, Nina basically means what about you, with reference to the topic being discussed at the moment. It's very commonly used in conversations when someone asks you something and you then throw the question back to the other person. So in this situation, the topic being discussed is nationalities, so it's clear that when Sarah says, 我是美国人, she means, I am American. What about you? Where are you from? Let's listen to that conversation one more time. 你好 我是王伟,请问你叫什么名字? 我叫Sarah。你是哪国人? 我是美国人。你呢？我是中国人。Very good. Now let's play a little game. I will say the name of a country in English, and you should say the sentence "我是" followed by the nationality of a person from that country. For example, if I say the United States, you should say "我是美国人." Ready? Germany. 我是德国人 Next, Canada 我是加拿大人 Next, the United Kingdom 我是英国人 Great, now let's switch things around. You ask me where I'm from, I will give you an answer and you should figure out what country I'm from. Ready? You should ask me, 你是哪国人? 我是澳大利亚人 
and you should have figured out that I'm from Australia. Let's try that again. Ask me, 你是哪国人? 我是美国人. And this time, I'm from the United States. One last time. Ask me, 你是哪国人? 我是中国人. And this time, I'm from China. Today, we learn to talk about our nationality. Next week, we'll learn how to ask simple yes-no questions, learn how to negate simple sentences, and talk about where you live. Hopefully, you enjoyed listening to this podcast and found this podcast useful. If you did, please do like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and recommend us to your friends. We would also like to hear what you think about the show, so do send us feedback by clicking on the feedback icon on our website. Besides this free podcast, there's lots of additional learning materials that form part of the Dim Sum Mandarin Learning Suite. There's lesson guides and enhanced podcasts to help you better associate all the sounds with the pinyin and Chinese characters. There are supplement podcasts that will review the content that you've learned and present bonus vocabulary related to the same topic. And for our listeners who like to challenge themselves further, there are Chinese character packs to help you come to grasp with Chinese characters. To find out how to sign up for our premium memberships, please visit our website at www.dimsummandarin.com. Great, we'll leave it here for today. Happy learning. This podcast is a production of the Language Domus. Find out more at languagedomus.com.